notice here now. He says, write the vision. Everybody say, write the vision. It means you've got to be able to have clarity in terms of what God has spoken. There is a set direction that God's given the man of God over this house. There is a set direction that he's given you for your family. There's a set direction that he's given you for your future. You've got to take some time to record what he's placed on the inside of you. The Bible says, he says, write the vision and make it play. Uh, I want to look at four particular kinds of vision as it pertains to this. The first that you have to maintain is internal vision. Internal vision means that you've got to be clear on the inside of the heart. In this first Samuel 16 that tells us that man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And so we've got to make sure that our internal vision is on the horizon. Secondly, vertical vision that deals with uh, not just inward but also upward. Our relationship with God. Uh, because when we have intimacy with God, it brings identity into our hearts. Uh, and whenever you are clear in your walk with God, uh, it will always bring clarity concerning your assignment. Uh, and too many times today, uh, many in the body of Christ uh, have become so focused on just what they attain uh, and are focused on just the gifts that they get. Uh, they forget the giver of the gift. Uh, and I want to tell you in this post-pandemic pandemonium world we're living in, You've got to maintain your relationship with God. You've got to maintain your walk with God. If you never prayed before, you better pray now. Not just because of calamity and danger. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a heart after God. Oh, as the deer pants for the water, so does my soul thirst after you. Is there anybody that has a hungry soul this morning that needs more of God? I need you everywhere I go. I need you in the grocery store. I need you. On my job, I need you in school. I need you everywhere I turn. I need the oh, I need the every now I need. Bless me now, my Savior. Got to walk with him. Got to talk with him. Got to be in relationship with him. Vertical vision reminds us of what Hebrews tells us. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Uh, if he is the author and the finisher, then he's also the author and the architect. And if he's the author and the architect, that means there's a blueprint. And he gives us the blueprint in the word of God. I'll never forget a few years ago, I had a problem with my phone. And I, I'm a part of the Apple company and I, I, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And, and Minister Love, I went over uh, to uh, trying to figure it out. I went over at the time to spread I'm trying to figure out uh, what to do with the phone and, and spread explain that while they are the carrier, I have to go to the manufacturer. I couldn't get what I needed done from there. I had to go to the person who designed the device. Too many times when stuff starts getting crazy, we jump to all of the carriers. We jump to our friends and we jump on social and we jump everywhere else instead of going to the manufacturer. Because when I go to the manufacturer, I receive insight. When I go to the manufacturer, I receive illumination. And when I go to the manufacturer, I receive instruction. And God is trying to tell you today, this is a season and an hour where you must draw closer to him. Because it's in him that we live, in him that we breathe. And in him that we have our being. 
Is there somebody in this place that will open up your mouth and shout glory in this house? Bishop, one of the things the Lord said to me, one of the things the Lord said to me when the pandemic first hit, he said, son, in years past, you learn by looking. Look at what others are doing. Look at what other things are happening. But I'm calling you to learn by listening. You've got to be able to hear and heed my voice. And many times we sit in church and we hear it. But we don't heed it. See, because when I hear it, uh, that's the first part. But I have to heed what I hear. And when I heed what I hear, then I make it practical in my life. And, and that's where the fruit comes. The fruit comes in the day-to-day. -day. The gifts are on the stage, but the fruit is developed in darkness. The gifts are what people see, but the fruit is what God sees. And we have a culture, a generation that has emerged today that is enamored by the gift, but has low-hanging fruit. Notice here, uh, vertical vision deals with upward, but then horizontal vision. Horizontal then requires relationship. Uh, that means I can't go forward without you. Uh, look at your neighbor and say, I need you. I need you. I, I know we're in a heavily narcissistic society that think we don't need nobody. Uh, just me and myself and I'm good. But I, I need you. I, need, I can't get to where God wants me without you. Uh, uh, that's why the cross, the cross, the cross uh, is both vertical uh, but also horizontal. Uh, the cross is vertical because I walk with God. He'll talk to me. But it's horizontal because he died for all. And since he died for all, I don't just want to lift my hands if I can't shake your hand. I've got to have a relationship with God. And I also need one with you. Notice here, last thing, peripheral vision deals with what is behind. Deals with what is behind. And constantly we see in the scriptures that we are to be watchful. We've got to discern. Because discernment is the mark of maturity. We'll say it again. Discernment is the mark of maturity. Being able to discern what is happening around you. Being able to discern what is being said. Even if a whole lot of folk hit like, does God like what is being said? Notice here, after vision, then we've got to be mindful of the cataracts. Because the cataracts are the things that impair our sight. Uh, the first cataract I want to remind us about is the cataract of mistaken priorities. Whenever our priorities are focused on just us and not him. It brings cataracts to our vision. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, uh, Seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added unto you. I've got to seek him first. And once I seek him, everything else that is needed, that he desires me to have, I'll have and, and see, that, that, that's something we've got to remember because sometimes we try to twist the scripture to match what we want it to say. Oh, you, you hear what I'm saying. You know, like we'll say, I can do all things through Christ who's me, and you'll take it and try to twist it to do something that God never said. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so we've got to understand that we have to come to the word on God's terms. 
and not our terms. Let Bishop McKinley would say that the word of God is a standard. We rise up to the standard. So notice here now, uh, he says uh, to us that we've got to mind, be mindful of the cataract of mistaken priority. Secondly, we've got to be mindful of the cataracts of worldly pleasures. Uh, Paul says uh, to, the, to the church and tells them that Demas uh, had been lost to the world. Focused on everything else instead of the purposes of God. So we've got to be mindful of the cataract of worldly pleasures. Then we've got to also be mindful of the cataract of worldly recognition. Today we have a fascination with fame at the expense of being faithful. Uh, and, and so we've got to be very mindful that just because people like us in one moment uh, does not mean they'll like us in the next. Uh, which is why we can't just do stuff for people to hit like. Because if you really are following God, sometimes they'll like you, and sometimes they won't. But if God be for you, if God be for you, who can be against you? If God be for you, no hater, no witch, no warlock can stop the plan of God. If God be for you, everybody and everything around you has to fall back to the back seat. And I came to wage war on the enemy in this place and tell you that every cataract of vision is getting ready to be unpeeled. This is your spiritual surgery. God is working on the cataract of your priorities. He's working on the cataract of worldly pleasures. He's working on the cataract of worldly recognition. And he's also working on the cataract of worldly gain, which is why Jesus said, it is not do us any good to love the world and to serve the world, but Look at somebody and tell them you got to get your back straight. Got to understand who it is that you serve. And the Bible says, I will keep watch to see what he will say. I will write the vision and make it plain so that once it is released, someone can run with it. But I want to close in verse number three. It says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Uh, many scholars have argued about what that appointed time would mean. Yeah. Some thought it meant uh, the recognition of the messianic age. Others uh, thought that it meant or spoke specifically of a time of their redemption. But what I want to relate to us today is not so much an actual time frame, but understanding we need to leave the timing to the hand and mind of God. And God sent me to tell somebody, because somebody in this place has been praying and believing and hoping and trusting, and God sent me to tell you, your prayers have been heard. And because your prayers have been heard, I dare you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, because I know he hears me when I pray, even if I don't hear anything, you don't pace the floor at night and pray for no reason. You don't cry for no reason. You don't cry out to God for no reason. When you call on him, he will answer because he's a prayer.
every storm. The air is always cleaner. After every storm, the sky is always brighter. God says to you who have been in a storm and in a hard place, not only is sunshine coming, but God says strength is coming. And I speak to every weary soul in this house. You've been faithful, but you've been weary. You've been coming, but you've been weary. God says this day you be refreshed. Amen. Speaking over the bishop over this house. Weariness is broken. Amen. Passion is coming back. Yes. Joy is coming back. Amen. Sometimes we don't realize when we hear the scripture tell us in season and out of season. Uh -huh. Sometimes it feels like an out of season is longer than the in season. But I speak the peace of God over you right now. Lift your hands right now and begin to worship Him. Begin to worship Him. Father, we bless you. We thank you for what you have done, what you are doing, what you are saying. Our internal vision is expanding. We thank you. Horizontal vision is expanding. We thank you. Peripheral vision is expanding. We thank you. We thank you. Clerical vision is expanding. We let go of the cataract, everything, every negative word, everything that somebody has spoken to break our spirit. God says, get back to it again. Get back to it again. Some things you wrote off. God said, dust it off and go back to it again. Go back to it again. Father, we bless you. all the glory. I worship you. You are worthy to the praise. I'm getting ready to give this fight back to Bishop. Just want to take a moment and receive. And receive. They might have anyone God's going to touch you himself today. This word didn't work. Someone's here today. He fell off from God because he, he felt as if he felt as if what's the point? He didn't answer what I wanted all of God says be here back today because he wants you back. 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 He worship you. Bring it up. You are worthy. You are worthy.